It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! All right, everyone, welcome back. It's time again for another episode of Ears Up Podcast. The only Disney podcast you need. Well, that's not true. I'm sure there's a bunch of them out there. But, uh, well, I've heard that we're the best podcast ever. That's true. Actually, shut down every single podcast stream. Uh, sorry, Corolla. You have three million downloads. We're the best ever, according to Travis. In your face. In your ears. In your ears. <laughs> you know, I, I realize there's Disney podcasts out there. And, you know, maybe this is a, a faux pas in the Disney realm. But there's... Uh, there's podcasts out there that just they go to the park and they just record at the park. Yeah, and I got to think that those are that's hard to listen to. Oh, I've tried. I've tried. I'm not going to bash on. No, of course anybody. not. Because yeah, mm-hmm. please don't they, do that. They, it was good. I mean, it was good information, but yeah, it was definitely hard to hear. I would yeah. also think for me as a host, it would be hard to pay attention. Yeah. Oh, for that sure. Would be, that would be the hardest thing for me is to is to because you're at Disneyland. The last thing I want to do is focus on audio quality. Yeah, right. Well, video uh, podcasts that they do from Disneyland are actually kind of good. It's good to see what they're talking about. But I agree. I've I've tried to listen to those, and I'm like, uh, do they use? Um, well, it's because I'm almost distracted listening because I kind of want to know what's going on around yeah. them. You yeah. know what I mean? Do they uh, the video podcasts? I've never seen one. Do they mm-hmm. use tripods? Please. No, oh, no, and that's the thing. Well, okay, so yeah. um, I've I've seen a few where there's a guy uh, speaking. He'll he'll walk backwards, and there's a guy holding the camera, yeah. and those are decent. But I've also seen the ones where the guy will literally be holding his uh, iPhone out <laughs> oh. and filming himself where he's going, or he has the uh, selfie stick yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's a little rough. It's <laughs> a big giant selfie. Uh, imagine seeing that out there. Excuse I, me. Imagine being in Disneyland and walking around seeing this. Guy on his camera. Do you really think that's that uncommon there? Yeah, I've never seen it. You, I've never seen that. Oh, yeah, I've seen that a lot. People walking with their camera just talking to it? Yes, and then wow. also, um, especially, <laughs> even taking the pictures. I would laugh. Even taking the just pictures. Like <laughs> if you go to the front of the, the castle, I guarantee you, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to say 25 people an hour. No. Easily. Really? Yes, I've actually I've seen more talking than 25 people. themselves pe- in front of No, the- not just talking to themselves, but also with the selfie. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not doing stick, that yeah. as well. Yeah, I'm not talking specifically the stick. Oh, I, I've seen a few people talking to themselves. Hmm, I don't know if they're doing podcasts or just Have talking to themselves. Have you seen any of those things? Like, there's a lot of them on Instagram. The little 20 second videos or 10 second videos, whatever they are. But they're on rides, so like people will be in the front. Gosh. Of um, yeah, the California stuff, screaming, yeah. and they're doing. They're, they have their camera out in front of them, selfie style, through the whole ride. Yeah, and I think that they look awesome, but are, how dumb are these people? I think you probably see a quarter of them that are actually shot because the rest of them, their phone goes flying halfway through. The yeah, ride. Right, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like how? Like you have to be very brave to do that. You know, I I had a, a, a video like that. It was, it was taken on my actual camera, not my phone, but it was a, a in the cast preview for the for the reimagined Big Thunder, and I never did anything with it because it wasn't. Oh, I didn't even know you did that. I did. It, it it looks good, but it doesn't look good at the same time. It, it was very, um, I don't know. The quality wasn't good, and this is an HD camera, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I can't imagine how it's going to look on an iPhone camera, like shaking. I was stabilizing it, like yeah. I I know how to take video. I shoot video. I shoot photography. I know how to. These amateur, they don't know how to, to do that. Not like I'm perfect, but it's a roller coaster. It's still going to be really bumpy, right? Right. And uh, 
I don't know. I can't imagine. Um, but you know what? The more Disney stuff out there in the world, the better. So yeah. uh, you know, yeah. kudos to everybody for for keeping it real. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I, I said, just, they're cool to watch. Yeah, I just couldn't yeah. do it. I don't. I you know that that's really what I'm getting at is is I could never sit through Disneyland, <laughs> like sit on Main Street. Uh, the, the only time I've ever done anything non Disney in Disney is I had an interview uh, with right. uh, with a uh, uh, a company which will remain nameless. Who makes a terrible pale light? Anyway, um, and I, I had the interview. I timed it. I timed the interview. Uh, so I was sitting on Main Street on a bench <laughs> having my phone interview, my first phone interview. Nice. And they go, it's a little noisy. Where, where are you? I'm at Disneyland because I'm like, <laughs> who doesn't love Disneyland, right? And then halfway through, uh, Chip or Dale, <laughs> Chale, I don't know, whatever. They came through and, and high-fived me. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I just had to high-five Chip. What did you say? Totally was like, it's like whatever. I'm in Disney. It was a job interview, and I couldn't focus on it. Never mind doing yeah. a podcast. I could. I just. It. That's just not me. I guess I'm not. I'm not wired like that. That's a good point. Uh, anyway, uh, find us iTunes, I, uh, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, all that kind of stuff. Rate us on iTunes. We're getting some good feedback on iTunes. Uh, ask your friends to rate us too, because I don't yeah. know how you get on the new the featured podcast thing, but I really want to do that. I think that would be amazing for us. And also, if you like our page on Facebook, invite your friends to like our our page as well. Yeah, spread the word. Yeah, dude, for sure. Social media. Put the social back in social media. Yes. Um, if you want to help support Ears Up, you can go to our blog, earsup-podcast.com. We have an Amazon link right there. You mm-hmm. can do your Amazon shopping through our little portal. It helps us out a little bit. Uh, in, in fact, even if you're not ready to, to shop through Amazon, hit the button. It'll just forward you right to your Amazon page. Bookmark it. Yep. And then that's your Amazon thing. Uh, you can also donate to us. I'm working on it. There's actually, surprisingly enough, a few of you um, who have asked for a reoccurring donor option yes. for the donate thing. I don't know how to do that. I don't know WordPress well enough. It, it <laughs> makes my head hurt. We're going to work on that. Yeah, we'll We're work on it. We'll work on it. We'll, we'll I'm, it I'm, I'm working on it. I'm yeah. trying. But uh, PayPal shut me out. It's a whole thing. Uh, Technology is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm broadcasting, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So, uh, so I work for a tech company, I can handle it. Right. Yeah. So I go. So go do that. Uh, we also have uh, some coasters for sale. This is our nice little logo on some high uh, quality, durable coasters. Check those out too. That helps out uh, as well. Uh, any feedback on the show? Go to Taryn at earsup-podcast.com. Compliments go to Terrence at earsup-podcast.com. Everything else goes to Jason at earsuppodcast.com. Um, again, like I said on the last show, I'm currently accepting invitations to join your family membership for 1901 <laughs> Club Club 33 or even just to have drinks in either of those two locations mm-hmm. I'm totally available to do that I can go solo too No I, he can't I don't need the other two people here That's untrue I don't even know what you're whispering Karen Everyone can hear you when you whisper Taryn <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. Uh, anyway, check out our blog also for more cool Disneyland info. Sometimes we just have some cool articles and stuff like that that we like to post that we don't necessarily make shows out of. And, uh, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, feedback. Taryn Bobaron, what do you got? Yeah, so um, we have a friend, a listener. Uh, her name is Terry. And she just brought to my attention, it wasn't through an email or anything, but she brought to my attention and to the attention of her friends on Facebook, actually, that um, the military actually gets discounts and oh. uh, at Disneyland. And it's a very significant discount. Yes, better be. Um, so it's the Armed Forces Salute ticket prices. And I guess they have just recently extended this through October of 2015, which is really neat. There's a few holiday blackout dates, but other than that, it's pretty much all year long. 
Uh, basically, a Disneyland Park and California Adventure three-day park hopper pass, $132. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. It sounded like... <laughs> Sounded like you said $132. Right. I yes. don't believe it. Well, these are armed forces. This is how That's Disney true. is saluting them. And I think it's I think it's fantastic. I agree. They also have uh for Disney World, they have the four day park hopper for hundred and seventy seven. Wow. And so the people who are eligible <laughs> are active duty and retired Coast Guard, National Guard, and Reservists. Uh, 100% service-related uh, disabled veterans with a DAVPRM code on their military ID. That must mean something. Yes. I don't know what, but it means something. <laughs> I'm sure if you know what it means, then you should. Then you have You it. probably can get it. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, spouses and unmarried widows. Uh, foreign partners, collation partners stationed at a U.S. base uh, must be able to provide a permanent U.S. military-issued ID. So basically, um, the the website's very long, so I won't give you the website, but just yeah. Google it. You'll find it. Armed Forces Salute Ticket Prices for Disneyland. Uh, it's an excellent, excellent discount. Yeah. Oh, you also get forty percent up to forty percent off uh, Disneyland hotel prices. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's it's that's it's amazing. Really great. Well, and really that's great. what they should be doing. You know, Disney Absolutely. Disney's is rad like that. I read a thing where. Uh, 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 how do I put this? They actually said uh, we could move our headquarters to Europe to save on taxes because their tax rate is like 34%, mm-hmm. uh, but they're not going to. They think it's inappropriate. That's good. I love that, and I yeah. love the fact that they're that they're supporting uh, our military by, do, by doing I mean, that's oh, a totally. giant discount. Well, oh, yeah. Walt Disney was a huge patriot. Absolutely. He, oh, yeah. he, I actually would like to do a show. I think there's just a lot of research that needs to go into it on yeah. – all of his efforts during the wars and things like that. I think he did so much that people don't even know about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, Is that it for feedback? Uh, No. No, it is not. Okay. I thought I was feedback queen. Yeah, I know, but I got one that was (laughs) sent directly to me. Yeah, I know, but... Yeah. um, (laughs) This one was actually sent um, from my wife. Uh, We mentioned before that she's she's a listener. Uh, We'll see what you think after this. (laughs) uh, (laughs) All right. All right, you guys ready? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do we need do we need some like (laughs) ominous music or Uh, no, I think I'll be good. I'll just I'll I'll uh, I'll read it like she would. Okay. Oh, God. (laughs) Are you going to do a voice? No, I'm not. Just my voice. That's too bad. Okay, Okay, go ahead. Uh, Dear Mr. Green and the Ears Up cast and crew. (laughs) Ears Up has become the program that myself and my two boys listen to whenever we're in the car. I enjoy the Disneyland history and news and my boys really enjoy hearing daddy's voice. Oh. However, Uh-oh. there is a huge problem that needs to be addressed. Oh, oh no. <laughs> During episode 20, at the 32 minute and 58 second mark, <laughs> oh, no. you, Mr. Green, made a huge mistake. <gasps> you said, and I quote, we did not grow up on Disney movies. When Taryn asked why we love Disneyland so much if we did not grow up on the movies, <laughs> your response was, it's just a ride at that point if you have not seen the movies. I almost crashed my car <laughs> and injured my children because of the shock caused by that comment. <laughs> Mr. Green, who is this we of which you speak? You may not have grown up on Disney movies, but sir, I did. <laughs> that is why Disneyland is magical to me. I get to see the characters I grew up with come to life. Also, your two sons are growing up on Disney movies as well. Maybe you did not notice, but your oldest son was able to name every Disney character by name the last time we visited Disneyland 
because he sees them in the movie he watches every day or on the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. In conclusion, <laughs> please cease and desist from using the term we unless you are certain that it is used within the correct context. <laughs> Sincerely, Becca, Jack, and Tommy. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, wow. New character, Angry yeah, Becca. Yeah, I like her. I have a rebuttal, though. You guys oh, ready? no. Sure. <laughs> Madam. <laughs> I appreciate your well-thought-out feedback. Matron Green. (laughs) (laughs) Being a person that continually strives for what's best for our listeners, I took it upon myself to review the clip in question. I actually said that I, singular pronoun, did not grow up on watching the movies. Not we, plural pronoun, did not grow up watching them. Taryn then asked why we, plural pronoun, love Disneyland so much. I have concluded... That this is actually Taryn's fault for assuming that my childhood has been mirrored in yours and our kids. I am not finished with the letter, (laughs) ma'am. Therefore, I conclude that I should be allowed back into our bedroom (laughs) and all previous husbandly benefits shall be reinstated. (laughs) Sincerely, Terrence. Hold Hang on. That doesn't make any sense because... Perfect, Terrence. (laughs) I think that's great. I think that's amazing. Good. Seriously, seriously, why would I have said we? I, th- I think I, I think what you meant is the royal we, we as people. Yes. No, but I and I and I understand. I understand that I I should have said not <laughs> we, but myself. I understand that. But if you listen to the episode twenty, yeah, thirty five minute, <laughs> everyone back, go back, Terrence, up on this, please. I Check said I have not seen, and I listed the movies I have not seen. Hmm. I'm just trying to get back in the bedroom, all right? The couch is not comfortable, so I'm going to blame you. You there can you blame me all you want, but I'm not helping you out here. <laughs> uh, well, Angry Becca, I'm sure we'll hear a rebuttal for the next show. Yes. <laughs> well, you got to say for yourself, girl! Oh, Defend me. Uh, okay, our show today is the history of Club 33, which yes. is something we've yes. been talking about doing for a long time. Uh, a lot of you yes. guys out there like uh, the, the history shows that we kind of put together. So mm-hmm. uh, we thought it was probably high time to focus on Club 33, especially because it just got a lot of press. Way too much press, actually, I think, um, mm-hmm. on its, um, on its uh, not renewal. Revamping. Oh, and re- stupid. Re- yes. Revamping and reopening. Thank you very much. Yeah. Renovation. Thank you very That's much, That's another Taryn. reword. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> uh, of its renovation. So I think what we're going to do today, we're going to let Taryn and Terrence kind of take it away. I'm going to jump in with all the noob questions. And uh, we're going to talk about the history, kind of the food, the ambiance, and then move into what it's like today and how it's how it's different and is that a good thing and you know we won't go on too long because if you're a disney fan especially if you're listening to a disney podcast um <laughs> you've probably been online and seen all this kind of stuff and talked about so uh we won't you know beat a dead horse again so uh anyway lady and gentlemen okay club 33 let's start with the history okay so um the 1964 world's fair did a lot for disneyland uh, he uh when walt went there he uh brought with him the um, idea for what would become the Omni Mover. He also brought with him uh, the great moments with uh, Mr. Lincoln exhibit. Mm, but he also right. brought something back with him. Something that he saw is that a lot of the larger co- uh, corporations had VIP lounges where they would take potential customers and they would kind of woo them there. And he thought, you know, my my park is 
mostly endorsed by larger corporations. So why don't I have something like that here? So when he came back, he kind of mulled over exactly where it would be. Um, the initial thought was Main Street because there's a lot of space in Main Street that's, that wasn't used. Oh, Excuse me, I turned myself... Taryn, you turned my microphone off. <laughs> you deserve uh, it. I do, you're absolutely right. Uh, there is a lot of space yeah. in Main Street. You know, thinking about it, it's probably one of the more open spaces mm-hmm. in oh, the park. It is, and then also you have the uh, second story windows on Main Street where you actually can get up there, but there's nothing there. There really isn't anything really going on there. And right. So uh, that was his initial thought, but then Walt, being as smart as Walt was, said, why don't we build it in New Orleans Square? We're going to need corporate sponsors for mm-hmm. this area. It's a place where they'll be able to travel through the park and see um, exactly what's going on, and get the get a feel of the magic, and then we get them here. We give them a little bit of anonymity um, when they can look over exactly what we need sponsorship for. Yeah, it was a it was a great idea. So they decided to do that, and so Walt, his wife, and um, and then a uh, uh, a decorator named uh, Emil Curry, they traveled to New Orleans to pick out uh, as many antiques as they could find and bring them back. Uh, but the problem is, is that Walt never got to see the Finnish Club. Uh, it opened in May of 1967. He died, I believe, five or six months earlier than that. Uh, so he never got to see it, but that was the history of it. It was a place uh, to bring potential um, clients or people who were going to uh, sponsor different attractions, and then also dignitaries as well. So it's a place where they can go be inside the park but not necessarily be amongst the people. Um, a little bit about the name. Uh, the name Club 33 has a lot of different um, – there's a lot of different reasons why people think it's named Club, uh, Club 33. Right. Uh, one of them is that uh, Walt really liked the way that that looked on the original plaque that was there. And it looks it looks really it does, neat. It does look pretty cool. It, it really does. Yeah. Well, and I, I had also read, and maybe this is what mm-hmm. you're about to say, but like – if you turn them upside down, it looks like Minnie and Mickey. Yes, that was another one as well. <laughs> Which I think that's a little silly. Oh, like but... like 90 degrees yeah. down? Like two M's. Yeah. You're right. Um, okay, or two ears even. Oh, yes. two ears, yeah. yeah. Also, there were 33 original uh, corporations that sponsored things within the park when it opened. Um, the uh, the street address for mm-hmm. Club 33 is 33 Royal Street. Uh, so basically, no one knows. Yeah. No one knows. I, I think it's, yeah, it's probably more probable, I guess, that it's just the amount of corporate sponsors because uh i don't know i I think people try too hard sometimes Mm -hmm. to find a reason for stuff that that there's no documentation for right Right. people are big in conspiracy theories people are big and whatever and uh you know walt was just kind of i like the thing you know what i mean it It it, makes perfect sense it doesn't (laughs) seem like a lot of disney i don't want to mean this the wrong way it doesn't seem like disneyland was well uh, a lot of time was thought was put into thinking about it, you know, like right. like de- like hidden details like that. He was very much like, "How should this look?" Right. Oh, it looks great. It's true to the story. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I it doesn't feel like there's a, much in Disneyland that has a hidden meaning, mm. right? Okay. And one of the hidden meanings that people uh, think behind, um, you know, the address for it is that um, you have to have an actual street address if you want to get a liquor license. As I've we, heard that, too. Yeah, yeah. As, as we know, you um, that's the only place within Disneyland where you can get alcohol. But the yeah. problem is the liquor license has the main delivery address for the entire park on it. Uh, so that's not, that's not the reason either. So it's not true. No, it's not. So basically, we, yeah. we don't. We don't know. There, there was another uh, theory that I came across, too, um, because Walt Disney was a mason, mm. and mm-hmm. he was a 33rd degree mason. Mm. So, 
you know, honestly, all of yeah. these could be just crazy coincidences. One of them, I'm sure, is true. I think the official sort of like the one that everyone believes is the address one. Yeah. But like like you just said, that's not really the truth. Right. So <laughs> we're all just believing something because we can't find the answer. Right. And, and it is true. It is the address. But I mean, for the liquor license, it doesn't make sense because Blue Bayou is 31 Royal Street. So why right. would it have an address if it doesn't need a liquor license? So I, I mean, I don't I don't know. I would tend to say because it's the address. I tend, I would tend to believe that, but yeah, I mean, I mean, think about it. it, it if you're going to design a park and you're going to design a neighborhood that's New Orleans Square, mm-hmm. right? And you're going to number the shops because that's just kind of what you would do to make it authentic, right? Right? Would you start at one? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> right? Would you start at ten or eleven? Right. What you yeah. know what I mean? Right. So, it, I mean, t- to me, it I, totally believable. The thirty-three founding members, yeah, uh, right. like are investors one. in the thing. It right. it seems better too. It seems more like an old man's club, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and 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 kind of. I'm going to invite you into my area to come and enjoy the thing that I'm working on, and actually that you're paying for. Oh, it's, yeah. it's very much a pat on the back, and it seems that Walt is very much uh, very into that uh, sharing kind of thing so yeah. I, I like that story better okay yeah i do too yeah. it is official yeah. <laughs> that is now what it is so yeah someone call, contact disney yeah i will I'll do right now um all right so what is club 33 like i don't know i've never been <laughs> hey, uh-huh. hey, hey everyone look at the podcaster <laughs> broadcaster guy who doesn't know what he's no, no, no. <laughs> well most people haven't except for taryn really most been, people have we've been more than once we've been a few times but that's because uh, I worked for a very wealthy woman. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Who knew Named people. Barbara Bush. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, and she, she knew people, and we were able to get in. And this was all before a lot of the changes happened. So right, before was, any of the changes happened. Yeah, really. unlimited sign-ins, that kind of thing. And so it, so we were very lucky. We, yes. we were able to go. Um, so I can, I can speak at least uh, personally to a lot of the way that it used to look. As okay. we all know, it changed a lot. Yeah. yeah. But um, let's start with the food. Uh, the food... So I actually had just learned something, um, that the food was actually brought in. So was, uh, right now I'm talking about the, the pre-renovation. Yes. Right. Okay. The food was brought in from the same kitchen that did the Blue Bayou and French Quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is so funny... Because, like, what if they got plates mixed up? <laughs> and what if you're in the I'm sure quarter and, you, yeah. and you get your Chateaubriand with, with your demi-glaze, you know? Mm-hmm, it's so mm-hmm. funny to me. I, I didn't... I knew that, but I hadn't put it together until today. And I was like, wow, that's that's a small kitchen Is for it, a lot... To, for to that point, think of the kitchen management. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. Inventory. Line chefs. Yes. Training. Oh. Because you know it's the same chefs. They don't have like, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's our Club 33 right. menu. I need to go yeah. jump and cook that. It's the same right. dudes yeah. who are making your Monte Cristo that are making your Chateaubriand. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool yeah. uh, on the one hand. But on the other hand, it's like I there's so much room for error there. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Well, uh, I don't know about you, Turn, but when I went... <laughs> My order was never messed up either time. Mine either. Okay. Well, they don't make mistakes there. Yeah. I don't know if you knew Look that. Right no, oh, I, you, you don't know No, that. I don't know that. <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead. Uh, so basically, um, before the renovation, they, they had a, a different menu for lunch and dinner. Um, the lunch menu was half buffet. So basically, any of your... Uh, appetizers, your soup, your salad, that kind of stuff, and your dessert. Those are all buffet style. And so you could get as, as much as you want. 
it was awesome. But then your entree is ordered and they bring your entree to you. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of how it worked. It was a little confusing. That was the first time we went uh, was the lunch. And they explained it to us and then it was fine. But um, excellent food. Amazing. I, re- I remember the soup to this day. Wow. It was like a tomato soup. And Jason doesn't really like tomato soup, but he tried it and he thought it was delicious and amazing. And it was so good. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so some Rub of it the, in. I, I wanted to just kind of show you, give you a little bit of an idea of what a lunch entree might be. Mm-hmm. So things like this is a fancy, exclusive, members only, yes. yeah. secret organization. Yes. So absolutely, this is high class meals yeah. mm-hmm. cream so of th- wheat. <laughs> a slice of Wonder Bread and Kool Aid. Yes. So this is this would be this is just lunch, mind you. This is not right. dinner. Lunch. Right. So certified organic, free range chicken, truffled macaroni and cheese. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, grilled lamb, top sirloin, Moroccan spiced heirloom bean ragu. Oh. <laughs> sounds so uh, good. Farm I don't even know what that means. I don't either. Just That's sounds the delicious. Thing. What's a bean ragu? <laughs> I don't care. I'll just take that. <laughs> Farm-raised blackened Texas redfish. Mm. That one wasn't that exciting. <laughs> uh, but, but she said it in her excited voice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> farm-raised fish. Really farm-raised fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so then their, their dinner menu was different. Um, so dinner was not buffet. Dinner, you go in, you're all dressed up because there is a dress code. Now, can yes. I ask, was yeah. it weird to, to be in Club 33 at a very exclusive club and then go to a buffet table? We didn't. We never did the buffet. That was yes, a lunch yeah, thing. That's what no, we we actually said. Yes, the we first did. time was, uh, was lunch. Remember the soup? We went and got the soup on our own in that little tiny cup. And then there was desserts and there was all the shrimp. Uh, do they do that? And I, crab. I don't know. I that clearly don't remember. That was the very first time we went. I don't remember that. Now, do they do that because lunch <laughs> is when most people go? And so it's easier... To have them do I that, don't think or? so. I think they're. I think what they were trying to do is differentiate a dinner from a lunch, okay. so that they're not doing dinner all day long. So, like a dinner reservation is a little bit. I mean, even more exclusive if you can okay. get more exclusive, and not not the same dress code then, right? Actually, it's not. Okay, it, it, that's a little bit of a point of contention for me. Is okay, the right word. Contention. Contention. Yeah. Um, because they say no shorts, right? But people are wearing shorts. Oh man! The second time we went, they it's were they were I mean, you know we were dressed up. You know we were excited to go back to the hotel to get our finds on. Yeah, right. Yeah. And come back in. I had a tie. I had, a, I had my suit. I brought my suit. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. Because we were dressed up. That's how important it was to us. That's how stoked we were wow. to go to this place. And there's a dude in tivas and shorts <laughs> and a Hawaiian shirt. Just yeah. munching down, just mowing food down. I'm like, but when we checked in, you gave us a, a, a list, and on it was the dress code, and this man is violating every point. But he was clearly probably owned the place or something. Right, I have no idea. Right. But like, I mean, why- on the one hand, you're still at Disneyland. You're on a trip, so I understand yeah. on on some level. But at the same time, it's like, at that point, have you lost how important it is? Mm-hmm. You've, you've decided to just not change before going in. And the thing clearly says no shorts. Right. And right. he's wearing shorts. And they, I mean, they're not going to kick him out. He's probably right. a member. So, of course, mm-hmm. they're not going to kick him out. But yeah. it's, it was also just kind of like, hmm, all right. It made us kind of feel weird. Like we were standing out in this elegant atmosphere. Yeah. And it's like that we were doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's actually kind of weird to make you guys feel overdressed. 
yeah. and an exclusive club. But we still, we kind of, we, we, we talked about it, but we felt that way and it's like, well, whatever, you know, we're still enjoying it because we realized our time was limited to how many times we could actually go right. back to this place because we don't have that kind of money. And uh, it's an amazing place to go to. And if, if you can ever go, highly recommend it. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. Clearly, it doesn't matter. But uh, anyway, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, turn. Uh, so uh, pre-renovation dinner would be something like, actually, Jason and I got the trio of artisan caviar. Did we like it? Oh, but, we did. Yeah. We did like it, too. We did. We did like it. I, I It was my first time ever having caviar. Um, by the way, that's a $50 appetizer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, a selection of farmed and wild tell. sturgeon roe, traditional <laughs> garniture. Yeah, whatever that is. We didn't pay for this meal. I don't know if you can tell. No, we are you? <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, wait, can I add something uh, real quick to what yeah. Jason said at the beginning of the show? Um, if you have a membership to Club Thirty Three. So anyway, Taryn, would you like to? Would you like to continue yeah, if, now? If you have a membership, go ahead and. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Let's kidding. not I'm harass joking. our I'm listeners. I'm just saying, take us and pay. Go on. <laughs> Um, so basically, uh, a lot of similar, uh, items for the entree for dinner. Um, but the one that they are most well known for is their filet of pan roasted Chateaubriand. Mm. What is, is Chateaubriand? I mean, Chateaubriand it's a is a of, giant steak. But where is it? Where is it on the animal? Do we know? I don't know. I don't know. Because I want to kiss that part of the, the cow next time I see it. It's the part really pink and Yeah, it's bloody. super... Oh, my gosh. It's so it's super it tender. It was probably four inches tall. Probably. I mean, it, it, was, it is a really excellent cut of steak. That was a $53 um, entree. With eggplant, mushroom, strudel, fava bean, succotash, wild... So I think a lot of the sides and stuff were... They change. They're interchangeable. Yes. But, yes. but in, the Chateaubriand yeah. is always there. Yeah. The Chateaubriand is actually from the tenderloin. So it's going to be behind the round and then between the sirloin and the top sirloin. There we oh, go. It's well, very go. tender. Yeah. Yes, it is. And um, I actually have a, a recipe for that. Um, that I'm going to share on the blog. I'm okay. not going to give oh, you the nice. whole thing right now, but I'll share Great. that with you. I actually made that for Jason Aww. once for, I think, his birthday or something. So um, Jason gets Chateaubriand, and I get um, tuna tuna melts. Hey. That's what I get. <laughs> At some point, yes. you're going to get the, uh, the the Frito Glamour dog. So. Yes, you are. <laughs> Please watch yourself. You definitely are. Uh, okay, go okay, ahead. Okay, so basically, that that was kind of what the food was like before. Very, very elegant. Very elegant. Yeah. Very high class. Very expensive. I mean, going here, the rule for going... So when we went, they paid for us to get in. Like, the, going to Club 33 was part of your ticket into the park. Right. So, okay. yes. So you get into Club 33. That's your admission. But you're spending minimum 75 bucks for your dinner. Yes. Not including alcohol. Not including alcohol. Which, by the way... Th- so Jason, when we when Jason and I first went, um, they have a full bar there, obviously, and so we were planning on drinking. First and a nice time wine you can ever too. drink in Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, we're going to drink. So uh, before we went, we were like googling like old timey drinks, like to try and like guess what Walt might might have ordered or like what Walt's favorite. Yeah, you got to live. You got to live in the moment. A little yeah, bit. for sure. Yeah. And so I ordered a gin gimlet. Had never had one. Mm-hmm. I, and so from that point on, I decided I liked them. But that was to date the best one I've ever had. Wow. Nice. So Meanwhile, good. I ordered an old fashioned that was probably one of the worst ones I've ever had. So <laughs> go with the wine. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, you're looking at a expensive meal. Easily a hundred bucks now per person for sure. Um, so they have redone this entire place. Uh, we know that. I'll get into a little bit more of that later. But um, they now have their own kitchen, which is excellent. I feel. 
for them. Sure. Um, yeah, well, because they've expanded. They've doubled the yes. size, even probably even more. So they need that space, right? Well, and actually, a lot of the construction was based on giving them a kitchen. Yeah. So the old trophy room is now the kitchen. Yeah. Um. So they also, along with that, they got a new chef, Chef Andrew Sutton, who was uh, formerly of the Napa Rose oh, yeah. and uh, Carthay Circle Restaurant. Nice. So he, he ran both of those restaurants, and now he is solely based on uh, Club 33. Okay. So what the, the changes that he's brought to this is he brings a lot of uh, California sort of flavors to it, as opposed to kind of the old-timey sort of more classic dishes that, that we saw before. Mm-hmm. Um, Steak and fish and stuff like that. Yeah, right. I mean, it, we still have those things, but I think just a little bit lighter, a mm-hmm. little lighter fare. Right. Uh, fresh local ingredients are his big thing, um, including the seafood. It's not on the menu uh, unless they print it out every day, but it's uh, the seafood changes daily based on what the fishermen can catch. Oh, okay. So it, they're not getting frozen stuff or anything like that. Like, it's super fresh, Good. very high class. Um. Also, something I learned is Club 33 has now a new unique wine system or, and a wine cellar or something. I, they didn't go into detail, so I don't really know yeah. all of it. But it's uh, it's a way for them to serve like vintage wines mm-hmm. by the glass. I've seen something like this. I don't know if it's the same thing. Probably not. But it was a, a, a relatively new device where... Um, it looks like you know those uh, the um, the rabbit like the automatic corkers or yeah. un- decorker mm-hmm. technically because if you're corking it you're putting something in um, it injects little gas into yes. the into the wine oh. into the bottle and kind of pushes out the wine inert gas mm-hmm. into a, a dispenser or like a little thief or something and then you pop it out and you put it in the glass that oh. way you can uh, you can save these you know, 50-year-old bottles of wine and stuff. So I wonder if it's something like that. That'd be interesting to kind of get these people on to talk about their wine. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that in and of itself is really cool. Yeah. Um, they also, uh, Chef uh, Andrew Sutton created a very extensive cocktail list. Um, I read a few articles where it was almost overwhelming hmm. <laughs> because it's it's not cocktails, it, original cocktails. I suppose. Um, there's also the, the classics, but very original list, um, huge menu of them. Uh, and they, at, at Carthay, they have the circle ice. Mm-hmm. Yes. In Club 33, they have diamond ice. Oh, oh goodness. That's a little ostentatious. I don't know if I like that. Oh, wow. That's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> uh, and that goes in their classic martini. Of course it does. Their, their, I think it's their classic uh, diamond martini. Well, how does how does their uh, how does their menu differ from from what it used to be? Because I know they've taken the Chateaubriand off. They have, well, and even the mac and cheese. Well, to start off, um, lunch is no longer buffet. Okay, okay, it's just a different menu. Uh, so things that that are going to come with lunch, it's going to start with this uh, truffle brioche, which for people who don't know, that's bread. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> truffle brioche is it's a, it's just a, bread? Yeah, it's a truffle brioche with uh, Club 33 herbed butter. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So yeah. bread and butter. Yeah. Sounds good. Awesome. Truffle, though. <laughs> truffle is like, is that really expensive mushroom? Yeah. I bet it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so first course would be I something like uh, grilled quail with figs and summer corn ve- velvet, which apparently is like the new foam. For foam. Yes. No, okay. It's not foam anymore. Now no. it's velvet. Oh. Which is basically like a, a thing on a menu. I mean, on a plate, like a like a like a, like a strip or something. Yeah, yeah. A strip of something on a plate. That's what okay. velvet is. Grilled quail uh, with figs. Okay. Yeah. Zucchini blossom stuffed with mushroom on fresh field pea coulis. 
I don't even know what that is. <laughs> okay. Um, boudin sausage and pate maison with apricot mustard and grilled apricot. Grilled apricot. Whoever whoever had the idea to <laughs> grill an apricot. I've never done that before. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's your first course. Second course uh, would be kind of your salad soup course. Mm-hmm. Um, heirloom tomato salad with crispy burrata cheese and green gazpacho. Okay. Watermelon salad with southern orange creme fraiche and petite greens. Mm -hmm. And then your entree. So uh, would be something like a layered ratatouille with red quinoa, black black eyed peas, and tomato coulis. That sounds delicious. It really does. Um, I don't even know what it is. I saw pictures of it. It's It's like a rolled chicken with like... Stuffed. Why don't you call it rolled it? chicken with because stuffed things in it? Sound because pretty? rich people don't want to eat rolled chicken. Yeah, right? you, nobody wants to eat <laughs> rolled Give me the rolled chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And your finest 1956 vintage cab, please. <laughs> uh, a breast of chicken with grilled peaches, toasted pecans, and colored Again, greens. Again, with the grilled fruits. Yeah. I, you uh, know, I, seriously, I've been to Napa. Nobody grills fruits in Napa, okay? Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Well, he's not. But he worked at the Napa well, Rose. Yeah. It's supposed to be California cuisine. cuisine. Yeah. Everything in California cuisine is, is based around the Napa Valley. Nobody That's does fair. that. Get out of here. <laughs> Stop it, Andrew. Stop it. Oh, I'm sure it's delicious. And is so- it, Let's go home and we'll grill an apricot. And, <laughs> and then you'll go, yeah, I'll give you 25 grand a year. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, and then, so to replace their Chateaubriand, which was a major um, issue with a lot of members... Because that, because that was their biggest, their most classic Oh, I see what you're dish. saying. It was it was an issue that they got rid of it. Yes. Okay, and right. so they don't have the Chateaubriand anymore, right. which I was fairly disappointed, even though I'm probably never going again. Yeah. Um, but now they have replaced it with what a few people have said is even better. Uh, the pan-roasted Angus hanger steak with Cabernet Jus and tender haricot verts. I don't know what that is, but it looked like an onion. <laughs> <laughs> There's this thing called bing. You can just bing these things. Yeah. But also, or like, Google. I'm sorry, but like a hanger steak does not sound nearly as cool as a Chateaubriand. He should You're have just kept right. the Chateaubriand just so that people could say it. You're right. Hanger, You're absolutely right, hanger dude. Hanger steak. Can't you get that at like uh, Happy Star? Everywhere, dude. Yeah, I mean, you can get hanger. St- yeah, hanger steak is just yeah. It's nothing. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Haricot Vert. Um, is French for green beans. Yeah, it's French for green beans. Oh, That's really? what I just looked at. Too. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Tender haricot vert. Oh, vert. So vert. That's, that means green. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh. That's amazing. Um, so. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> that is pretty well, hilarious, so that was, actually. That was the lunch menu. The dinner menu is fairly similar. Um, this time, it's a petite Angus uh, filet mignon with tasso ham scalloped potatoes and colored green pesto. Okay, I'm sorry, but that sounds ridiculous. I want that right now. <laughs> that was the first time I read it, and I'm hungry. Uh, that was that's a fourth course. I'm not going to go through all of them. They're yeah. they're similar. They're um, out there. Desserts. You know, if you, if you ever get there, if you ever yeah. are able to make it, the vanilla mascarpone velvet with summer peaches and lemon balm peach nectar is apparently the best one. Hmm. I don't know. I, that's overwhelming to me. I, I, I honestly, I kind of like the older menu. It seems much more simple, uh, familial. Yeah, a little bit. I, you know, all these like really you can't you haricot vert. <laughs> it, you it, can't say green, French green beans because that's what they are. The French green beans. It seems quite pretentious for a place that was already pretentious. You know. It, it seems like that's having kinda, never been. Yeah, I don't know. Is way over the top, but it seems too much to me. I don't. I it's very weird, but people seem but to really also, enjoy it. I so. mean, if you think about it too, like know? 
the members now are very different from the members when it first opened. And mm-hmm. so these these people may I mean, it had be change. expecting more. Yeah. They're, they, they have other fancy restaurants. Maybe yeah. it's kind of a having to keep up with that sort of thing. That's actually a really good point. With all mm-hmm. the restaurants in DCA that are a little bit more upscale, it well, does make sense. Especially Napa around. Rose. Mm-hmm. Then Carthay, Carthay happened. Yeah. But uh, Carthay doesn't have that kind of uh, menu. And maybe oh. that's what Andrew... I mean, he duck, has... Duck wings. The firecracker yeah. duck wings. Firecracker but, duck wings. But, but they're not called like uh, Le Quack. <laughs> Les Quack Puissant, like- or I don't know, like, what, I, whatever these words are. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not, come on. Anyway, yeah, sorry, continue. Let's uh, okay. shift on to the, the environment. Yeah, so. Which is French for how it looks. The environment. Uh, so going into Club 33 for Jason and I when we went was obviously like. Because we went, Terrence. Yeah, we I, went. Yeah, okay, I know. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Get okay. on with All it. All right, put the knife uh, down. It was. um overwhelming i think to say the least because this that anticipation is built up over however long you've known about the club yeah. uh and so y- you walk in and i i will say i was a little surprised well can i okay so you walk yeah. in so we know that before uh-huh. uh there was basically the blue bayou mm-hmm. and then there was a, a door a door <laughs> like a door with a plaque next to it or yep. you know uh, that said 33 and that was it yes. that was it and okay. there's a button Okay. A very inconspicuous a call button. button. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So you at the at so you would ring the doorbell. Mm-hmm. A cast member, the the hostess of the restaurant would come out, ask for your name. Actually, I think she would even shut the door. Yeah. Then she check, would verify. Sure. sure. <laughs> then check <laughs> and then come and get you and bring you in. Okay. If your name is on the list. Very elegant. Right. I thought. Okay. Um, <laughs> so then you come in. <laughs> I and, you, and you're hanging out in this lobby area. Where it's you very know, small, very small. Behind you is this kind of wainscot mm-hmm. with um, very kind of old school, like that. That those kinds of mirrors. The top half of the wainscot was yes. the, was the mirrors with the like gold veins in them. Mm-hmm. It's probably as, actually as big as the studio in here. Oh, okay, maybe a little bit bigger, yeah, maybe pretty not. Small. It's okay. very very small. So that's behind you. Um, the hostess is in front of you to the to the right. There's a staircase to the left, and dead center in the middle is the French lift. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, which it which was the the highlight of your first moments in the in the place and mm-hmm. so they ask you do you want to take the lift or the stairs you know if you're able to and so mm-hmm. um of course we took the lift oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's actually it walk, only dude. holds like two people i don't okay. think three people would have fit in there so she walks up the stairs and meets us at the top okay it's very interesting um i can't help but when we were in there i could not help but Think about the Tower of Terror at that moment. Even though it's one flight, it's just it's one floor. Terror, I think about that in every elevator I go into. Well, yeah, but this one in particular, like, yeah, it's pretty rickety. It was very yeah. rickety, very very old. Um, but so either way, you walk in the the whole vibe of the entire place is dark. Okay, there's not a lot of windows, especially in the lobby. There's none. It sounds almost like a speakeasy kind a of a little thing. bit. Yeah. Yeah, it was very club. I don't know. I mean, I guess you have to think about the architecture of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of, like very night clubby kind of. It's dark and 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 lit. There's not a lot of direct sunlight. Yeah, it's very ambiance driven, right? It's right. very uh, you're relying on the lighting to set the tone. So in a way, you don't want the outside light to come in. You don't. Right. You don't want the outside to affect the ambiance on the inside. Right. Uh, you want to control every aspect of how it of how it looks. Like once you walk through that door, they're in control, so to speak, of of what's happening. And uh, yes, Taryn's right. It's very very dark, um, heavy. You know, forties, fifties kind of style, mm-hmm. rich coloring of wood. Yes. Yeah. Um, There's lots kind of, of thing. reds. Um, 
the the main colors in the entire restaurant are like red, brown, and navy blue. Yeah, okay. gold, and gold, and gold, and yellow. Gold. Yeah, okay. and then you get upstairs, and there's a, a a walkway where you're kind of walking over one of the streets in New Orleans Square to the dining room, mm-hmm. and then that had the the walkway had windows, the dining room had windows, of course, because mm-hmm. it looked right. out into the park, but. There were curtains on that. Heavy curtains. Not a lot of light wow. coming through. Okay. But enough. Um, it was just very, very fancy. It enclosed very you fancy. in this place. You you weren't really in Disneyland anymore. And I, right. you know what? And 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 that's. I, I'm glad that you said that exact thing because that's exactly how I felt. Okay. I felt I was not in Disneyland anymore, and I I enjoyed that feeling. I did not want to feel like I was in the park. I wanted to feel like I was somewhere completely different magical to use the old you know thing that we all use all the time about Disneyland but I wanted to feel separate from that because because that's what you're as a member I imagine that's that's what you're paying for you're paying to feel separate you're not paying to get grilled fruit (laughs) and and Houtvert or whatever it is right yeah you're you're paying to be separated from that literally that's what you're doing you're paying to be separated from everybody else down below well and that sounds like then Walt did exactly what he wanted to do. Absolutely. Yeah, because it was so. supposed to be secret. Right, right. exactly. Um, so, I mean, the, walking through that hallway Jason was talking about where you're going over uh, Main, or the, not Main Street, the um, Royal, Royal, Royal Street. Royal Street. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of classic art pieces on the walls mm-hmm. and some, like, benches like with that, that you know, that old timey kind of materials yeah. and just very heavy like kind of stuff. and iron. And, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you know, that stuff. Um, But these these photos were of, like, Walt in front of the castle, Walt with his family. Mm -hmm. They were very... Classic Disneyland stuff. Yes, and originals. Right, right. Um, I mean, because that's that's also what you're paying for. Um, So I I guess the the best way I can describe it um, in thinking about it is think, like, the way you would imagine a castle inside looks like. Okay. Like like Downton Abbey. Okay. Like Like, dark, but... Very, very elegant. Okay. Yeah. Well okay. lit, but dark. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so now, it's completely different. <laughs> it is bright and airy. So the entranceway is not is no longer that door. It is now... Uh, court to, of Angels. Yes, in the mm-hmm. Court of Angels. Mm-hmm. That is actually the waiting area. So it's you walk in, that's the waiting area, that's where the button is. Um, now the, the woman does not come out. Of or I shouldn't say woman or man, Person. yeah, whoever. host, Jeez. <laughs> the host or hostess does this not. Is 2014 <laughs> doesn't come out of the door because I I heard that uh, too many people were taking pictures inside. Like every time that door opened, people were trying to snap a photo inside. Right, right. So they changed that, even though you can't really get in there anyway. But they changed that so you actually just talk through the speaker. Oh, okay. And they check your name through there. They verify it, and then they let you in. Or don't. <laughs> uh, but then you get in there, and the lobby area uh, where you actually meet the hostess or host is um, very bright, has this little piano, has a grandfather clock. That's where the turkey vulture now is, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll get into a little bit. Um, but the, the curtains are, are light and airy now. Okay. Like flowing, like wind th- flowing through them. Like I, that's not possible with the old curtains. I, I've heard it's very feminine. They've, they've definitely changed the, the look from more masculine 50s look to a, a sort of weird feminine French inspired yes. kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm looking at some of the pictures on our, uh, on our website. Yeah. Ears Up, you know, hyphen podcast.com, and you can see it. You can just go there. to Ears Up Podcast too. Yeah. No, you can't. You can Oh, I had right. to redirect. Cool, because it's weird to put two P's in a row. Yes, <laughs> unless it's in a pod. Am I right? 
<laughs> so Taryn, continue, anyway, Taryn. Um, so now, rather than the the Reds, Browns, and Old Navy, I mean, uh, Old, <laughs> Old, Navy. Navy. Old Navy. Someone wants to go shopping. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Navy blues. Now the walls are are white, cream, mm-hmm. light, and royal blue, not dark blue. Um, the the wallpaper is is a similar style, just a lot lighter colors. Uh, for this, oh, and in that hallway, rather than having those photos of Walt and his family and things, mm-hmm. um, there's no benches in there. There's no old timey benches or anything like that. There is um, wall murals. Huh. So they've painted the walls to look like uh, these sort of spring like setting. I don't know. I thought it looked really weird, but <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It, it, it's a different vibe. It's a very different okay. vibe. It's a, it, it is, and and I've heard this this complaint from people within the the company that it's a little too feminine. It's looking very feminine, and the, that's the kind of big knock on it right now. Okay, yeah. Um, Kim Irvine is the one who kind of headed this up, and um, she was the one responsible for the marketplace mm-hmm. redesign to shift oh, right. over to Starbucks. Yeah, so that's her fault. <laughs> Um, Club 33, she's getting a lot of flack because she's trying to go this Art Nouveau kind of yeah, style. Definitely. Yeah. It but shows. A, but a lot of the stuff that she's choosing to pull from is not Art Nouveau at all. Right. And it's not even... It's more French than New Orleans. And mm-hmm. French in New Orleans, New Orleans style is takes from the French. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's very much its own thing. Yes. And, and yes. I think what they did in New Orleans Square or, or Club 33 in that entryway and all that kind of stuff, I don't feel is keeps with the theme of New Orleans Square. From what I've seen yeah. in photos, I don't know for sure. And maybe you get that vibe when you're there. Uh, I'll reserve judgment for, for when uh, someone takes me. But Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think the main difference is, so I, I, I said think Downton Abbey for, for the old time. Mm-hmm. Now, think Great Gatsby. Okay. Think right. Plantation House. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. Open Fields, that kind of thing. Because um, that's what it is. It is much more that French style, that very airy, um, they even changed the chairs, the the cloth on the on the chairs, the seating part of the chairs, which I thought was very strange. They're this a very French uh, material with bl- blue and and white. It's very odd hmm. to me, an odd choice yeah. there. It looks weird. It does. That part looks a little weird. But um, you know, I had a I had a pretty strong opinion about it um, going into this, thinking that the old way was obviously better because everybody likes nostalgia and everything. But after looking at some of the pictures and, and reading some people's honest reviews, the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, I actually think it looks really nice. And I think it, I, I, I've changed my opinion a little bit as much as I can have one since I haven't been there. Good. Um, but moving on the staff. Okay. Um, just a quick note about the staff. Uh, they were when we when Jason and I went were extremely helpful, knowledgeable, and completely understanding that people are excited to be there, <laughs> especially if it's yeah, your first you time. Yeah. They answered questions about themselves, about the restaurant. Um, our our specific waiter that we had one time actually took us to like through their POS system, like where they where they actually put in our food orders and uh-huh. stuff, and opened a door and showed us. And we were looking down on the Blue Bayou. Oh, nice. It was really cool. Like, Jason really loves neat. seeing, like, yeah. the background and, like, how the buildings in Disneyland connect and stuff. So yeah. that was just really neat. He showed us that. Um, and, and they're just really open to it. They let us, they, they invited us to go on the balcony. That's awesome. To, to finish our coffee and to, to watch the parade. And I don't, I mean, I assume they do this with, with anybody who, they can tell it's their first time or whatever. Yeah. They're not members. Right. Um, and so I thought that was really neat. 
So uh, all these changes, uh, yeah, as I said before, people online are not happy about it. There's a yeah. lot of people who aren't happy about it, and and uh, some of most of them have never been to it. I remember seeing it kind of all unfold uh, when when we leaked a, a couple photos, uh, which you can see on our on our blog. Uh, it just it didn't look right, and it, it it didn't look it wasn't the same. And and I liked that kind of old feel because for me, part of the part of the the glamour of Disneyland is that it's old mm-hmm. and it was built. In the fifties, in mm-hmm. the time where this old man wanted to leave a legacy, and it was kind of this this romantic era. I mean, we kind of romanticized the fifties, anyways, in in, in culture. Um, and and why would you change that and, and and make this this new thing? They expanded it. They've and some of the stuff that they're doing inside Club Thirty Three now is really cool. They have some of that art is animated. The um, huh. s- some of the uh, uh, stained glass on the ceilings is animated. That's and cool. so it moves and shifts, huh. and 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 they have portraits that the musicians disappear and reappear. Like some of the portraits are animated. Right, it's really really clever, uh, but it it's not Club Thirty Three f- for me. Uh, you know, not that it's I go all Disneyland. the time. It's it's more Carthay. It's more mm-hmm. just kind of yeah. new. I don't know. I I didn't really like it, but uh, we did get some feedback uh, from from someone who who sent in. Um, this is what, what he had to say, and uh, uh, I, I apologize, I don't have a name here. Uh, he says, I agree that Carthay is oddly better than Club 33 now, more so since it doesn't require a membership, which I kind of agree with. Yeah. Club 33, or, or Carthay is awesome. It is, it's fantastic. Oh, absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah. The food is great, the ambiance is amazing. Yep. Um, but that is just because I don't have any nostalgia for a former iteration of the Carthay. Okay. Which, which, which also kind of oh, okay. begs the question: Why do we like Club Thirty Three the other way? Is it because that's what we knew first, and humans generally don't like change, right? Or mm-hmm. is it actually better the way it was? Uh, if you walk into Disneyland, a plaid skirt wearing tour guide walked up and said, "Congratulations, you're our guest of the day. You can have an all expense paid dinner extravaganza at your choice, Carthay or Club Thirty Three. Which would you choose, Terrence?" Which would you choose? Club 33. Which would you choose? Club 33. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> and he says, uh, I think most people would take the club, but is it uh, exclusive? Uh, is, excuse me. Is exclusivity the only motivator? Yes. yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's the only time probably you will ever get to go to see what all the hubbub is about. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, Carthay has a better experience. I don't know. No, I can't say no, that. No, I don't know. Um, and then he, he kind of talks a little bit about... Uh, which I think is why he wrote in about how the internet, specifically a, a, another uh, forum, uh, Mice Chat, I don't mean to call anybody out, but just what he's saying. Uh, a lot of people there are, are judging the club so harshly when most of them have never been there. They've got a lot of things to say about what isn't original, uh, which is true. There's a lot of hubbub about, uh, online about specifically the lift, the French lift you mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's now like this little booth kind of tucked away yeah. in the corner. Um, and a lot of people go, that's a shame what they're doing to Walt's vision and blah, blah, blah. But what they're not understanding and they don't know, because how could they, is is uh, the ADA, the, uh, 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 what is it, Americans with Disabilities Act? Yeah. Uh, that lift couldn't be operated anymore. It couldn't fit people. Right. So they had to get rid of it and install something else, I think. Or maybe they just it was- scrapped it all together. But so they, they couldn't, they, they didn't remove it just because... 
they said, uh, to, you know, to hell with this. We'll just put something else in here or whatever. We'll make it a booth for one. Ha ha ha. We don't care. <laughs> uh, they just, they couldn't use it anymore, but they wanted to keep it within the club. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's pretty cool. There, mm-hmm. there's some attention to detail. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, well, of course there is. It's still Disney. They're not going to just right. redo the entire thing and not keep any of the original stuff. Like that would be crazy. Right. Um, he says uh, they got a lot of things to say about what isn't original, uh, and I didn't even know this. Uh, he says, uh, and yet not one of them has noticed the vulture, uh, which you mentioned, Taryn, has a whole new face. Yep, it's huh. a different looking bird. <laughs> yeah, uh, because apparently the the guts and stuff didn't really work in the old one, and so it didn't work the way it was supposed to work. Right. So now it works, and it uh, it looks different yeah. apparently, but nobody notices those things. So maybe you're. Maybe these people who are hating on the new Club 33 are just blinded by change in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he says, so they're complaining about an old room and failing to see the improved figure, uh, mo- motivated by nostalgia, not appraising what's there with an open mind. I think you can have an open mind and still have a historical perspective. Yeah. Like when your favorite band comes out with a new album that goes in a different direction than their old ones. Do you complain about selling out, or do you give the thing an honest listen? If you still don't care for it, you can listen to the old ones. You can't expect the band to keep making the same record over and over. Yep. Which I suppose is, wow. is kind of what uh, kind of what you know Disneyland's trying to do. They're moving it in a new direction. Do you think they really keep Club Thirty Three the same for another fifty years? I wouldn't say no. so. I don't know. Even though I kind of liked it better, I I do. I like the old one better. I still mm-hmm. I don't care what this guy says. <laughs> yeah, but I also do think that Walt, if Walt were alive, that club would have been changed long ago. Maybe. Because he's not somebody Probably. that keeps things the same all the time. It, he's constantly changing things when he was yeah. around. It's true. That, that club would have never been the same, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, who can go to this thing? Well, um, so well, let's talk about membership. We'll get to who can go, but let's talk about membership. <laughs> how do you how do you get in there? Because I mean, we know Terrence can't go. No, I, obviously. Right. <laughs> so um, the way that you get in there, um, you have to wait and you have to get rich. So uh, typically, Club 33 had... Uh, I like it. Yeah. Club 33 had between a five and seven year wait list. At one point, it was over 14 years. Yes. And at another point, I had actually put my name in several years ago, mm-hmm. and they had closed the waiting list. Yes. And so they closed it for a while because it, demand was just too high. There's no way. You had to yeah. wait until someone dropped off the list. Yeah. And then you can Which get in. Which we know what that means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, um, actually, uh, last year, in 2014, they opened up 100 spaces. Last spring, 100 spaces. And there was immediately an 800-person wait list <laughs> for those 100 wow. spaces. So, um, as of 2012, Disneyland has once again opened membership. Um, and you are more than welcome to... Um, to Get to tell them that you want to join, but there's no guarantee that you're, they're going to be. Uh, you'll be invited to join. So if you want to join, email club thirty three interest at disneyland dot com. But like I said, there is no guarantee yeah. that they will yeah. invite you to join. So when you do that, they'll send you a little form and you mm-hmm. fill it out and you fax it or email it back. Which I, I did that um, a few months ago, I think. Yeah, nice. So we'll see. I, I saw some guy online said he got something in about four years. And um, he declined it, yeah, because of the money issue, which you'll probably get into. Well, let's get into it. So, if right. um, if you were someone who was already a uh, a member of Club Thirty Three when they opened the nineteen oh one lounge 
in uh, DCA. They decided to... Which is part of Carthay. It's attached to Carthay, right? Yes. Isn't it? Yeah, okay. it is. If you walk up to Carthay, it's on the right-hand side. You'll see it. Right. Um, they decided to allow people who are already members to basically downgrade their uh, their membership. So if you were a member and you wanted to downgrade, not have access to the 1901 Club, but just go to Club 33, um, for the small fee... <laughs> Of $6,300 annually. I got that right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Done. Don't worry um, about it. I'm you, a podcaster. You didn't know that? <laughs> oh, yeah. So you definitely don't have that. Um, <laughs> you get two passes to um, Club 33. Now, those passes get you free entry into the park, and, and you can stay in the park as long as you want. So it's basically an annual pass. Um, you um, get 50 park hoppers per year for friends and family. Uh, you get the ability, obviously, to reserve meals at Club 33. Yeah. You get uh, free valet parking at the Grand Californian. Uh, <laughs> Regardless oh. if you stay there? <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. Just park me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> park, uh, what's your room? Don't worry about it. Yeah. And then you also... Uh, the Super 8 of the road. <laughs> yeah. You also get six um, instant fast passes per visit. So um, you wow. instantly get to go to the front of six six lines when yeah. you visit. And you get a uh, an annual renewal gift. And that's if you were someone. Oh, I bet that's awesome. Who, yeah, has to be amazing. <laughs> that's if you're someone who wanted to uh, downgrade your membership. Now, if you're someone who's looking to join and you want to be a platinum member, so you can also go to uh, the 1901 Club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. For the um, twenty-five thousand dollar initiation fee and fourteen thousand four hundred dollar annual dues. Of course, it's why not? Why not? Okay, wh- seriously, why fourteen thousand? Four hundred. <laughs> Why not fourteen grand? Is my four hundred dollars a month that? Is, that's is it that, that truffle brioche? Yeah, yeah that's that much different. And Andrew Sutton's like, well, if everyone here gave an extra four hundred, I can get the freshest carp in the world. Yeah, we can grill more vegetables. Yeah, <laughs> you get four annual passes for that. Okay. Now these passes are not only good for the you get Disney. Four. Okay. Yeah, they're not only good for the Disneyland Resort, but they're also good for Walt Disney World. Oh, hmm. so those are those like. Yeah, which are a thousand bucks yes. a year. Okay, and then you also get the uh, the fifty park hoppers you get with the gold one. You also get five free VIP tours per year, which those are expensive. Yeah, and that's pretty neat. You get I didn't a, know that a little uh, backstage access mm-hmm. as well, some rides. That's good. Yep. Uh, you get the ability to reserve meals at Club Thirty Three, access to the nineteen oh one lounge in DCA, um, access to the Club Thirty Three member services, which will do all of your uh, all of your arrangements for a hotel. For a restaurant, if you want to do VIP for uh, Fantasmic or World of Color, um, you also get an automatic upgrade at all three Disneyland hotels and access to the Concierge Lounge. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you, if you're going to a Disneyland hotel, the Concierge Lounge is the only way to go. Uh, free valet parking as well. Uh, since uh, six instant fast passes, um, annual renewal gift, and here's the key: the ability to reserve meals for a family or friend. Um, in Club Thirty Three, without you being present, if you are a, uh, a if you are a um, platinum member and you have family or friends that are going to Disneyland, you can reserve Club Thirty Three a seat for them at Club yeah. Thirty Three while you're at home. Right, that's awesome. But I, I, well, no, that was how it was before. I wasn't sure. Well, oh. I, I I think uh, I think maybe what he's saying is they they've taken that away from the other membership they and they've they've oh. just put it with the platinum. Yeah, from gold you cannot do. Yeah, that. you have to be there. Um, executive, oh. you get all the same things that you get with platinum, uh, but this is forty thousand uh, dollars as an initi- uh, initiation fee and nineteen thousand six hundred dollars annually. So, um, yeah. 
that's that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for the yeah, club. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot. So, um, yeah. So basically, um, well, we always spend money up in the club, dude. Up in the club, <laughs> that's how it works. Make it rain. Now, um, if you are a um, if you are someone who wants to go and you're not a member, there's a couple ways you can go there. So, um, like I said, you can go with a member, or you can uh, have a friend who's a platinum member, and they can make reservations for you. But new to 2014, you can only bring a total of 20 non-member visitors per year. Yeah, meaning if you are a member and your spouse and kids are not, say for instance, a family of, of four, uh, you go um, one person's the member, the spouse, and the two kids are not. That's three non-members right there. Right. So I mean, they they are really limiting how many people are in there who are not a member of the club. Wow. Yeah. And well, they have more space. And they have more space. Right. I know it's, it's crazy. Um, also, if you want to ride on the Lily Bell car, the only way to do it is to be a member of Club Thirty Three. I heard that they they've removed that. I everything I've read, so yeah. they yeah. have not. Okay. I, I've, All right. I've, All right. I've, I've heard. I, I heard both, but I I feel like they're moving in the. The Club Thirty Three only direction, yeah. But maybe every once in a while, some like people are getting lucky and getting a day where they're not. But yeah. I think that that is the direction they're moving in. Okay, interesting. Um, and I'm sorry. Oh, go for it. Go for no, it. no, no. Go for it. I was just going to backtrack for just half a second okay. because I forgot something very important about the new club versus the old. Uh-huh. Is that they have a new lounge? So oh, rather okay. than it just being um a restaurant, they also have a lounge where. You don't have to have a reservation. You can just go up there and hang out in the lounge if you're a member. Oh. Okay, that's kind of cool. Like yeah. It. So that so, doesn't count against. So you can bring friends and family. I wonder if you can bring friends and family up to the lounge. I wonder I if there's a limit on that. I could not find information on that <laughs> specific, but hmm. that is a really big part of of. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a jazz lounge. Yeah. yeah very and nice. I forgot to mention that. That's really important too. Which apparently was part of Walt's vision for that side of the of the restaurant, anyways. Mm-hmm. Was to have a jazz. So, so in a way, they're kind of fulfilling fulfilling uh, you know the way it was supposed to be. Yeah. And, and plus, we've talked about this before. We talked about um, how it's just kind of cool to have an annual pass. Yeah. Oh yeah. How much more cool would it be to be a member of Club Thirty Three? Oh, you know that thing pla- is like. Is gold or gold plated or something? I don't know. It, it probably a, isn't, but maybe that would platinum be cool. plated. Maybe platinum plated. Maybe be Whatever. worth. Be, yeah, you, it, you, It'd be amazing. You know oh, what, yeah. what? What else we should mention uh, changes is the logo. Oh yeah, yeah folks at home, true, seriously, yeah. look up the old logo, which was side is, is very forties, fifties, mm-hmm. whatever. And then the one now is very bubbly. A yeah. lot of uh, Club Thirty Three members are. They're t- mortified at it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and all the new merch has the new logo on all it. All the new merch has uh, the new logo on it, and it looks it seriously. It, it's very reminiscent of something from Beauty and the Beast. It it's really, really, is, really yeah. weird. Cartoony. And I do not like it. It's very cartoony. But mm-hmm. I'm not paying, so yeah. I, I don't. You know, my opinion does not matter. Well, that that brings us to an interesting point. Is it worth it? I've never been, but yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely would figure out how to pay, how I could pay that. I, I think if you th- th- this is when I think it's worth it. If you have your house paid off, Push is going to love me, or friend Charlie is going to love this <laughs> conversation. If your house is paid off, if your kids have a robust college fund, if they're smart enough, if you think they're going to make it, um, if you if your retirement fund is full to the gills, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you have this extra money. Then it's worth it. Okay. Otherwise, so you're, you're we're never we're never going to, going to no. Well, we're never having kids, <laughs> so it's fine. But it's um, I, I yeah I don't I don't know. It's um, is it worth it if if your life is 
already good money-wise, monetarily, yeah. totally worth it. But if you're struggling, if you're one of these people who takes a second mortgage out to buy a car, uh, it, no, please don't. Please yeah. stay oh far away from this place. Yeah, that would be a terrible idea. Um, lastly, just wanted to get into, there's just a uh, couple rumors mm-hmm. about the club. Yes. We already went over one of them, the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is the Turkey Vulture. Uh, despite rumors, the original trophy room uh, never had working microphones or speakers. Uh, the wiring was all set up for them. Um but it, they they actually never worked. The plan was uh, to have the working mics and speakers to allow Wally Bogue, who we've talked about before, the star of the Golden Horseshoe Review, uh, to entertain Walt's club guests on special occasions by conversing with them through the animatronic turkey vulture. Okay. So he would hear what they're saying and then kind of chat with them back and forth. <laughs> Very cute. However, uh, even though it was wired for it, it never worked. It never it never actually happened. Right. Um. Apparently it didn't. the 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 animatronics just didn't work either. Hmm. But now they do. Right now it's awesome. Now the turkey vulture, I guess every uh, few minutes or every half hour or something, it actually flaps its wings mm-hmm. and it'll speak. Nice. That's cool. It's really cool. Um, and just just to lay this out there, there is also no evidence, even though some people have said this, that Walt's intention was to spy on his uh, sponsors. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um. And then, uh, secondly, the the area that is now occupied uh, by the Disney... Oh, no. It's not by the Disney Gallery anymore. But it's upstairs. It's where the Dream Suite is. Yes. Uh, above Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. That was actually originally intended, while Walt was alive, to be an apartment for him and Roy and, the, and their families. Oh, nice. Um, however, <laughs> when Walt died, uh, that whole idea was scrapped. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know why yeah. Roy didn't be like, hey... Hey, yeah. where's my apartment? Right. <laughs> he wasn't the visionary. Let's do though. this thing. <laughs> but um, so it was used for offices, actually, until the Disney Gallery got moved in, and then now it's the Dream Suite. Oh. So, there you go. That is Club 33 for you. Pretty good. I don't know. I, I still I still want to go. I still oh, want to reserve judgment, yes. but I, I just have fond memories of the way... It looked where the old one looked. Uh, we, folks, go online. Uh, you know, we haven't obviously been. we we live in Northern California, so we don't get to go to Disneyland near nearly as much as uh, as other people do. But check them out. There's a few people uh, who have posted a lot of photos of of the new club, and, and including a lot of really not very good looking dishes. First of all, don't ever take photos of food because it's never it yeah. never looks good. It doesn't. Fo- food is not photogenic. You know when they <laughs> like in uh, commercials for cereals when the the milk looks it's glue. It's not actually milk. Like they don't there's not yeah. food photography is not real f- stuff. So please right. stop doing it. It's very unappetizing. But there's a lot of very nice architecture and, it, and the, the they spared no expense. Mm-hmm. Club 33 looks great. It's just not what it was. Mm-hmm. And I think that stresses a lot of people out because uh, a lot of longtime Disney fans have a lot of nostalgia for it. They they want it to kind of be the same, um, yet different and engaging. And, and, mm-hmm. and it, it's a hard thing to do. Uh, do I think they missed the mark on it a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. They I think they made it something else. They didn't make it a Club 33. Yeah. Uh, not to mention they changed the way New Orleans Square looks. There's yeah. bay, bay windows and there's a whole, it, it just, they mm-hmm. kind of redesign. And I just, I don't know, closing off some of the park, like the Courtyard of Angels, yeah. which we've hung out in. I've taken photos yeah. of and stuff in there. And uh, now you can't even go there. It's like, well, you're closing off part of the park to people. Uh, I don't know. Uh, whatever. I will say um, what did change my mind from my ultra negative opinion of yeah. the new stuff. <laughs> no. uh, there's a, 
just Google it inside the new Club 33 uh, from InsideTheMagic.net. Uh, he or she posted some actually really excellent photos of a lot of the food, um, a lot of the interior, lots of different photos, um, some even of the merch and stuff like that. Um, great little website. Go check it out. Uh, I, I think it it made it look really cool for me. It made okay. me go, you know what? I really do want to go there. Yeah. So Awesome. Uh, okay, let's do the fact of the show and get out of here, huh? Cool. Um, let's see what my notes say. They say, Disney Imagineers love nodding to the past while building the future. <laughs> the miniature town of Big Thunder, seen at the end of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, first appeared in 1956 as part of the Rainbow Cavern Mine Train and the Mine Train Through Nature's Wonderland attractions, which we spoke about a couple shows back on the uh, history of Frontierland. Mm-hmm. Many Disneyland fans still call it by its original name, Rainbow Ridge, huh. uh, which if if you're Never heard anybody do that, <laughs> if you're going to the parks and and all that kind of stuff, uh, now there is some sort of weird, bizarre interactive game where you can be a part of Rainbow Ridge or you can be a part oh, of the yeah. Frontierland or something. Like that. I'm not, I'm still not quite sure yeah. how that yeah. whole thing works because yeah, yeah. there's a couple of good write-ups on it, but it's still very weird. And uh, I, I suppose it ends this week, so I never really oh, cared because I wasn't going and. <laughs> I just, we didn't know when we were doing another show. So anyway, um, the town is said to have been a favorite of Walt Disney who built miniatures himself as a hobby. Other items from Nature's Wonderland days include the cavern, uh, excuse me, the caves of Rainbow Caverns, the rock work buttes at the entry to Balance Rock Canyon, and some of the animals, the dynamite devouring goat, for example, some coyotes, possums, snakes, turtles, vultures who appear among the rocky cliffs surrounding the mine tunnels, which is kind of a, a neat little nod to uh, uh, you know, rides of, of old. Cool. Pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, where's my outro music? Here it is right here. Alright, good old outro music. Alright everyone, thanks for hanging in with us. Uh, if you made it this far, you're a trooper. I tell you. <laughs> this is uh, another long show. Two long shows in a row. And uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll try to shorten them up for you. But hey, hope you you learned a lot about Club Thirty Three. I hope you maybe you, you got a little bit of a of a handle on on the way the club used to be and the way the club is now. And yeah. um, check out some of the photos online if you happen to go. If you're lucky enough to to be one of the uh, now ever in- decreasingly few amount of people or the, whatever the right way to put that is uh, that can go to the to Club Thirty Three. Let us know what you think of it. Uh, especially if you've been to the old club and now have gone to the new club, drop us a line uh, on our feed our feedback hotline, Taryn <laughs> at earsup-podcast.com. Uh, love to know your take on it, especially if you're a paying member. Um, what do you think of the uh, the new logo? I just there's all sorts of stuff I'd, I'd like to ask you about. So, um, and, and you know, once you pull it out from the anonymity of the internet, people are a lot nicer. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot more nice things to say. People are very mean online and just very callous and, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> until next time, everyone, keep your ears up. <laughs> <laughs>